Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the Behold podcast. I just wanted to give you a quick little note that this episode was originally only made as a YouTube video, and it can be found in its entirety here, as well as its entirety with the video on our YouTube channel, which can be found in the show notes. Thank you so much for being a part of our Behold community, and I hope you enjoy this episode. situation 
or an uncomfortable situation. And it takes that and acts like there's a pack of wolves behind us trying to get us. And it pumps your adrenaline and you truly feel like if you don't fight or fly, that you're going to die. And that's really how you're feeling. And your brain wants you to be safe and your brain wants you to be comfortable and it wants to protect you from danger. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. And so your brain's going to keep doing this. It's going to keep finding evidence for danger in your life right now. More than likely, there is a situation that makes you feel this uncomfortable and your brain is treating it like it's a pack of wolves. Our brain is telling us that if we go near these situations, we're going to die. But luckily, in this modern world, most of our difficult situations are hard. And they're hard in a completely different way than our ancestors had to deal with. But they're not always life and death. Okay? It's not always a life and death situation. But our brain doesn't know how to handle that. So, as your heart is just pounding and palpitating over dealing with the screaming toddler on the floor, we have to remind ourselves that we are uncomfortable. This isn't easy, but it isn't life and death. There's no wolf. We're not going to die. And so we, so for me, what I like to do in those situations to help remind myself, and this I'm just throwing in there, this isn't the brain. I like to take some deep breaths. Just breathe really deeply in through my nose, out through my mouth. I take five of those. I'll roll my shoulders. I hold my tension. You probably, a lot of you probably do too, like in my neck and the top, you know, top of my back. And so if I roll my shoulders, I kind of let that go. And I take those deep breaths and I'll even sometimes put my hand on my chest and just feel my breath coming in and out. And by doing those things, I'm telling my brain that I'm safe. Okay. It lets my brain know that I'm safe. I'm not in danger. I don't need to fight. I don't need to run away. I just need to deal with the screaming toddler on the floor. And that's just an example, but that can make such a difference in what you're doing and how you react. Because if you can calm your breathing, let your brain know you're safe, a lot of times you'll respond in a different way because you're not so, I've got to fight or fly anymore. So that this kind of keeping this idea in mind that we're always looking for danger, we're always trying to get to a more comfortable position, that that's the way that our brains were designed. Um, we've got to think about when we encounter something new. A lot of times our brain seems to kind of go haywire over the idea of starting something new or trying something new. I know mine always has, and a lot of people that I've talked to do this too, that you decide, okay, I really want to start exercising. I am going to exercise. But for some reason, every morning, when you get to that time when you're supposed to exercise, you don't start exercising and your brain just kind of goes a little loopy. It can think of any and every excuse in the world not to do it. And the reason your brain is doing that is because your brain is uncomfortable. It doesn't want to try something new. And it's kind of throwing a little bit of a tantrum of its own because it does not want to start you on that path. Your brain wants to stay in the cave. Your brain wants to stay where it's comfortable. Your brain knows that it's hard to start a new routine. It's hard to exercise. And so your brain is going to throw that little bit of a tantrum. And now the reason I'm pointing that out to you is because you are about to embark on something new. If you continue with this program and with this series, we are going to be doing something very new. And it's not something that will put you into danger, but your brain is going to say, 
This is new. This isn't the way I'm used to. This must be dangerous. And it's going to throw a little bit of a tantrum and tell you, no, 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 no. We, we can't do this. But I can tell you that you can. Okay? So I'm just giving you that heads up. Now, when your brain does this, you, I'm, I'm telling you now, your brain's going to do this. And when your brain does this, I want you to respond in kindness. Now, I know that this was something that's been very difficult, was very difficult for me to learn, but our brains, we need to talk to our brains like they're a nine-year-old girl who's having trouble, okay? You would never say to her, oh, you're so stupid that you can't figure this out. I can't believe that you're not getting this. I can't believe that you haven't started exercising yet or that you can't deal with that tantrum that toddler tantruming on the floor. You would never, ever talk to a little girl like that. And you're not going to talk to yourself like that now either. So you're going to say to your brain as your brain is tantruming, and you're going to say, oh, honey, I know how hard change is. I know you're just trying to keep us safe, but we are safe. And these tools are really going to help us. So we're going to do it anyway. Even though you're afraid, we're going to do it anyway. Because change is hard, and we can do hard things. Okay? That's how I want you to talk to yourself. And I know that that's not the easiest thing to do either, but we'll get more into how to do that a little bit better, how to get to a place where that's a little more natural. We're going to talk about that as we go too. So with that being said, another way that our brain works is that our brain is constantly going. It's always doing something. So it's always trying to be just a little bit more efficient. And one of the ways that our brain becomes more efficient is that it notices our thoughts and it notices when we have a thought frequently. And so if we have a thought frequently, even if that thought isn't true, that thought might not be a true thought, or even if it is true, our brain notices that it continue, we continue to think that thought and our brain puts that thought on autopilot. And it just kind of runs in the background. It just kind of hums along. And when situations happen, we pull up that thought really quickly. We don't even think about that thought. It is just instantly there because our brain is so efficient and that is kind of in the soundtrack. That's on the, on the little ticker tape going across our head all the time. And unfortunately, most of the time, these thoughts tend to be our negative ones. And the more women I talk to, the more moms I talk to, I really think that that's a lot of us. And I know that that was me too, that these negative thoughts, things go wrong and instantly... It's, I'm a bad mom. I can't do this. This is so hard. It's never going to end. It's never going to get better. These kind of thoughts are, are painful. They're, they're really hard. And these are the thoughts that are, we're not even aware of. We're not even, we might not even really be completely aware that we're thinking these things, but they are the thoughts that are popping into our head night and day all the time. And then we just feel miserable. We feel miserable with these, with these thoughts coming around us. And so we're going to learn how to change this. These tools are going to help us to change those negative thoughts in our minds. But for just a minute, I want to kind of sidetrack on that a little bit because I want you to think about the way that God speaks and how he speaks to you or how he would speak to you. Would he speak? speak to you in a negative voice? Would he say negative things? And 
I don't I don't think that God would. I don't think that God does speak to us in a negative way. If you, you know, if you've been reading the Bible or paying attention in church, God loves you. He created you so wonderfully and he has so much mercy pouring out on you. And he wants you to feel that and he wants you to experience that because you are his beloved. And so even when you sin, even when things go wrong, God isn't going to say, oh, I can't believe you did that. You're such a bad mom. God's going to say, oh, I know you're trying and you fell. Let me help pick you back up. We're going to do this together. Here, my burden is light. Let me, let me help you. That's the way God speaks to you. And that's why I'm asking you to change the way you speak to yourself because if God is not speaking to you in the voice that you're hearing in your head, if they're not things that Jesus would be saying, then those thoughts are not being put there by God. And so if those thoughts are not being put there by God, where are they, where are they coming from? Well, they are, they're coming from our culture. Our culture is really difficult to live in right now. And they're also coming from the enemy. And he's putting these thoughts in your head, this you're a bad mom thought. He placed it there one day. And then what happened? You kept thinking it and you kept watering it. And of course you did, because look at the world around us. We were never taught how to deal with these kind of things. And so these thoughts and our brain is so good at finding evidence for any thought that we think. Okay, I could say I could be thinking a thought in my head that the sky is purple every day. The sky is purple. It's not blue. It's purple. And I could tell my brain that enough. My brain would start to find evidence that the sky is purple. And of course the sky's not purple. And of course you're not a bad mom. But if you keep thinking that thought, your brain will find evidence for that. Because that's what our brains are so good at doing. They're so good at being efficient. They're so good at finding evidence for what we believe is true. Okay. So we're going to be working really hard on finding God's voice and finding God's encouragement in our head rather than the enemies putting us down, pulling us down and trying to take us away from our true purpose. Because even when we are not living our life the way that we should, God is always going to encourage us. He's always going to call us back, and it's going to be in a kind and soft and gentle voice. Okay? All right. I went off there on my little tangent, and I lost my spot in my notes. Okay. Um, so that kind of leads me to my final point, actually. It kind of... We'll get to our short and sweet brain talk here. But our, my final point is that we can control our thoughts. Now, we can choose what we think and what we want to think and when we think it. But I would wager that most of us are not doing this. I know I certainly wasn't doing this. And I was just, as my thoughts came, those are just what popped in my head. But we have to come to the realization that we are not only a brain. We are not only our thoughts. God made us with a body and a soul. And our brain is an important tool and a part of that, but it is a tool, okay? It isn't who we are. Your thoughts are not who you are, okay? So because of that, we can observe our thoughts. We can step back and watch what we're doing in our head. And then we can change those thoughts to better serve us. So we can observe our brain and how it's working, and then we can adjust the course when we need it, when we need to, okay? We can realize that we are God's beloved, beloved daughters, and 
we can adjust our course to follow that. So as we put it all together, right now, you probably aren't managing your thoughts. I know, like I said, I wasn't. And my brain was throwing lots of tantrums. And I just thought that that was the way that it was. That's how my brain worked. Because I was never taught to use those tools, as I'm sure you probably weren't either. So we combine this with the need, our need to protect ourselves, our brain's need to keep us from danger. And then we get that negative thought loop on autopilot. And it's really easy to see why we feel like we're such a mess. Why we feel so much anxiety. It's our brain's effort to take care of us, but it's actually working against us and leaving us feeling like these hot mess moms who are so anxious all the time who don't think it'll ever get better. And you can see now how our brains are doing this to us. So basically your brain is looking for comfort and it wants to stay safe and change is going to be perceived as danger. You currently have certain negative thoughts that are on autopilot and they're not serving you well. And your previous unmanaged mind is going to throw a lot of tantrums as we're starting something new. So as we get started, I just want you to remember to be kind to yourself. Be so kind to yourself because your brain is working just as it was designed to, just as it was supposed to. These tools that we're going to go through together, they're going to help you learn how to manage your mind and your thoughts and emotions. And we know a little bit about what we're up against, which is our own brain. It's going to help us to be a lot more compassionate as we move forward. So thank you so much for joining me today. That's all I had, just this little quick, brief brain talk so we could just have a little bit of our of compassion for ourselves as we move forward. Episode three is going to get you into these tools. And so I hope that you will join me for that. My name is Christy Horsch. This is the Behold series where we are helping women to live the life that they are called well. Thank you.